Welcome to the Days of Thunder NASCAR podcast with 105.1 The Bulls Cruise. Hey, it's great to have you back for the Days of Thunder NASCAR podcast. I'm your host, Cruz, and wow, do we have a lot to talk about this episode. Three-time Truck Series champion Matt Crafton will be joining the show, and we have a lot of NASCAR news, a lot of moving and shaking and disqualifications going on in the garage. Time now for your race day rewind. Pocono was pretty wild and even more wild after the race. The M&M's Fan Appreciation 400 kicked off with Denny Hamlin on the pole. That is his third this season. He's in a three-way tie, by the way, when it comes to poles. But right out of the gate, lap one, Denny kissing the wall. Now, thankfully, it didn't cause too much damage to his FedEx Toyota, but still, it was enough to concern the team, as you can imagine. Eric Amarola spinning there in stage one towards the end, which threw a lot of the pit strategy off. Kyle Larson winning stage one because of that. And turn three causing a lot of problems for a lot of drivers this weekend. Like I mentioned, Eric Amarola had a spin. Austin Sendrick, he lost control and slapped the inside wall. But the biggest hit all weekend long was Ryan Blaney coming out of turn three, losing control and smashing the front stretch inside wall. Thankfully, though, Ryan was okay and walked away. Stage two winner, Kyle Busch. Of course, he was strong all day long, but we'll talk more about that in a little bit. One of the bigger things coming out of the weekend, though, was another run-in with Denny Hamlin and Ross Chastain. Ross going on the outside of Denny. Denny not giving him much room. Ross slaps the wall, crosses over, and takes out Kevin Harvick in stage three. Kevin having a really good day, too, so that was tough on that number four team. Ross saying, though, in an interview after the wreck that he had it coming, which I don't know, the big debate right now, do you think that that was payback or was it just racing? Everybody's got a different opinion on this. I don't know. I will say that Denny did not give him enough room, and I do feel that was on purpose. Now, Denny, the talk all weekend long on lap one, he slapped the wall. He had another spin later in the race. He had the run in with Chastain, but Denny overcoming all of that to win the M&M's Fan Appreciation 400 at Pocono. But Wait, this is where the news got interesting. So after the race, due to a NASCAR inspection, both the number 11 and 18 team who finished second, both disqualified, which means Chase Elliott and the number nine Napa Chevrolet team awarded the win for Pocono. Pretty crazy stuff, right? Let's take a look at the point standings after the race at Pocono. The uh, number one guy right now, Chase Elliott, with four wins, followed by Ross Chastain with two. Ryan Blaney, number three right now. He is winless so far this season, which is really surprising. On the bubble, though, Chase Briscoe, Kurt Busch, Eric Jones, and winless so far this season outside of Ryan Blaney, Martin Truex, and Kevin Harvick. That bubble is going to be pretty interesting in the next few weeks. NASCAR News Now. Well, one of the bigger things this week, obviously, the disqualification with the number 11 and 18 Joe Gibbs Racing teams. The first time NASCAR has pulled a victory in over 60 years. This is a big deal. NASCAR Senior VP of Competition Scott Miller sharing that extra strips of material were found under the vinyl sponsor wraps on the number 11 and 18 teams. NASCAR very firm at the beginning of the season, telling teams if they mess with these cars, they will be fined, and this backs it up. Joe Gibbs Racing will not appeal the disqualification. Now, no additional penalties have been announced at the time of this recording. And those aren't the only teams that got in trouble after Pocono. 
Front Row Motorsports and their number 34 Ford, driven by Michael McDowell, issued an L2 level penalty. This is actually a big one that's going to hurt that team. NASCAR will take 100 driver points, 100 owner points, and crew chief Blake Harris was fined $100,000. He will be suspended also. This L2 penalty basically applies to the body of the car, so they feel that the number 34 team did some type of adjustment on that Ford and NASCAR bringing down the hammer on that team. Now, here's the deal. Say the 34 team wins. They make the playoffs. Even if they do get in, which is going to be tough, they're going to be docked 10 points right out of the gate. So a really, really hefty fine for Front Row Motorsports. And I always love when I hear that sponsors are extending in the sport. It was announced at Napa will be continuing their sponsorship of Chase Elliott and Hendrick Motorsports. Napa will continue to be on the number nine car for 26 races in a deal that is a multi-year agreement. That is some really great news. And is Kurt Busch retiring? You know, he set out the race at Pocono due to not being cleared by doctors after a really hard practice crash. But Kurt was on CBS this morning and hinted at a possible retirement after 2023. Guess we'll have to wait and see what happens there, but... Kurt making his NASCAR Cup debut back in 2000. He is one of the older drivers in the series. And Kurt sharing on his social media this week also that he has still not been medically cleared to race. So he will set out at Indy. Ty Gibbs will drive the number 45 Toyota in his place. We want to wish Kurt a speedy recovery and can't wait to see him back on the track. This is your NASCAR Days of Thunder podcast. This week we are joined by three-time truck series champion and driver of the number 88 Menards Toyota Tundra for Thor Motorsports, Mr. Matt Crafton. Matt, it's a hot one today. You beating the heat? Uh, yeah, we're in We're in studio today. You know, it's 102 here today, so yeah, being in the studio, I'm right there with you. Now, Matt, you have not missed the chase in the Cup Series yet. That's got to be pretty special for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, very, very special. It's definitely something to be proud of, for sure. Matt, we still got a little ways to go, but what's it going to take for you guys to be in the final four at Phoenix? Score enough points. Plain <laughs> 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 and simple. Win in each round would be the easiest way, but uh, just be smart. Have fast truck. Me do my job, and the guys do their job, and just work your work your tail off at putting yourself in the right position and working with the guys at helping you bring the best trucks that you can bring. Well, the good news, Matt, you've been fast all season long in that number eighty-eight Toyota. You were especially fast at Kansas, ending up with a top 10 finish, but you're always quick there. Why is Kansas Speedway so special for you? Uh, just being able to move around. Uh, that's one of the biggest things is that the Speedway has got age and it's got character, and hopefully they don't pave it for a long time to come, or at least until <laughs> until I'm done racing, they can repave it after that. But just kind of the different lanes that it provides. That's what provides such great racing there, and that's one of the reasons why I love going to Kansas compared to a lot of the mile and a half foot race on. That is a great reason. That's why I love that racetrack also. I agree, Matt. We're going to tell Matt at the Speedway to maybe put in a good word to not repave it anytime soon. Matt, you've had a great and longtime partnership with Menards. What does that sponsorship mean for you? It's got to be pretty special, right? Oh, it's it's everything. I mean, they're the reasons why I've got to do what I've done as long as I have them and Duke and Rhonda Thorson and just giving us are giving me the opportunity and everybody on this this race team that's been involved with it. So say you aren't racing trucks for a living, what would you be doing? 
I work on race cars, building race cars, um, going racing on Friday and Saturdays with, with my kids. Yeah, for those who don't know, Matt, you're pretty involved in dirt racing. Yeah, I, I do some dirt racing whenever I can, whenever I'm not too crazy busy but with all the other stuff I got going on. Matt, you're not busy at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have very, very busy. So yeah, I'm going racing tonight with actually my daughter as soon as I'm done with all this here. You know, that's got to be pretty special for you guys. Changing gears here a little bit, what was the last concert that you went to? In Las Vegas, who did we go see? Um, man, I can't remember who it was. I'm not very big into music. My fiance is actually the one that <laughs> wanted to go, so, so I took her. I know how that goes. You just say yes and you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep, we'll go there. Exactly. Summer here at the station wanted me to ask you if you're superstitious at all. Uh, yeah, a little bit. Yes, I can't lie there. She specifically wanted to know if you had any special socks or uniforms. Um, no, I mean, I, I guess I, I still record the same underwear that I haven't washed for the last 10 years, but besides that. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Joking. Sure you are, Matt. Now, you actually subbed for Kyle Busch a few years ago in that number 18 M&M's Toyota. JGR in the news this week for a DQ on both the 18 and 11 teams. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, that's big. That's very, very big. I mean, I'm kind of interested to see exactly what it was, what was manipulated that, that they didn't like that was manipulated. Yeah, it's going to be pretty interesting to see what all happens. I know we're talking on Tuesday about this, and NASCAR probably going to release some more details today or later this week, but it's going to be pretty interesting for Joe Gibbs Racing. Well, Matt, it's been great talking with you. Really looking forward to that truck race in September at Kansas Speedway. There are tickets still on sale at kansasspeedway.com. We're rooting for you here at the podcast, Matt, and best of luck the rest of the season. Can't wait to see what you're going to do. That sounds very good. Matt Crafton, driver of the number 88 Menards Toyota Tundra for Thor Motorsports. Well, the next race for the Cup Series is the Verizon 200 at the Brickyard. The race has a green flag of 2.30, and it will be streamed, and you can watch live on NBC. My picks for the race, I'm going to go with the low-hanging fruit with Chase Elliott because he is so dominant at road courses. I also feel that Kevin Harvick's going to have a good rebound. And my dark horse, Corla Joy and the number seven Chevrolet. Well, thanks for joining the podcast this week. Big shout out to Kansas Speedway. Do not miss the Hollywood Casino 400 presented by Barstool Sports. That race 44 days away. It's happening September 11th. It's going to be a great weekend of racing in Kansas. Get your tickets now at kansasspeedway.com. I'm Cruz, and remember, bumpin's racing. Thanks for listening to Cruise and the Days of Thunder podcast. Find out more NASCAR info at thebull1051.com.